Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. A prayer, bow your head for a prayer. I want you to speak, asking the Lord to speak to you that tonight will not be the same, that you have an encounter with the Lord, that tonight your ears will be opened and you will hear, your eyes will be opened and you will see that you will have an encounter with the Spirit of God, that the Word of God will come directing your ways, directing your thinking, that your mindset will change in the name of Jesus. Oh, Spirit of God, we are thankful. Holy Spirit, we thank you. We are grateful tonight. Spirit of God, we welcome your presence to speak to us. We set aside our mortal beings. We set aside this flesh. We set aside our minds. We set aside our thinking. We set aside our own wisdom. Oh, Spirit of God, take over. (laughs) Take over. Yes, I set aside this flesh. Spirit of God, take over. Take over. I'm in the prayer. I obey myself to you. Yes. Take over this service and speak to us. Let it not be man's wisdom. Let it be not man's wisdom. But let the Spirit of God speak. Transform the words that have come from my mouth into the words of God. Let it be the anointed words of God. In your presence there is love. Expressions of your love. Revelations of your power In your presence I can bring a last song offering. I'm in the presence of my King. Oh, in, in your presence I can bring a last song offering. I'm in the presence of my King. Your presence I can bring, and love song of rain. I mean the presence of my King. Hallelujah! You may be seated.
Hallelujah. Well, tonight, um, we want to continue to talk about the Holy Spirit. Amen. We have been sharing a lot about the Holy Spirit in the last several weeks. Today, we're talking about more of the Holy Spirit. More of the Holy Spirit. How many of you want more of the Holy Spirit? More of the Holy Spirit. A Christian without the Holy Spirit is no Christian. More of the Holy Spirit. More of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. How many of you have been blessed by our Holy Spirit messages? I think um, we, we need to talk a lot more about the Holy Spirit. What I'm trying to get you to do is to be conscious of the Holy Spirit, to be more awakened to the Holy Spirit, the presence of the Holy Spirit. When you ignore the Holy Spirit, you quench him, you, you remove him from your life. But when you acknowledge him, when you acknowledge him, then there's more of him you will have. Amen. Hallelujah. Without the Holy Spirit, you cannot go far as a Christian. I'm telling you, a Christian who does not have the Holy Spirit cannot go far in his Christian life. Because the Christian walk is absolutely a spiritual walk. The Christian walk is not a fleshly walk. It's not a man's walk. The Christian walk is not a worldly walk. Hallelujah. And if you do it the worldly way, you will not go far. If you are going to walk the Christian walk and go about your Christianity the same way you go about your worldly things, you will not go far. You will not do well. Amen. Amen. Because it's absolutely a spiritual walk. Hallelujah. You realize that anything to do with the world, anything that has to do with the world, cannot go very far or cannot continue on for a very long time without a major variation. With worldly things, if you don't vary it, if you don't change it, and modify it, and add to it, and spice it, and do things to it, it doesn't go very far. All worldly things, all worldly things, if you don't spice it, if you don't reform it, it will not go very far. You have to update it. Otherwise, people get tired of it. That is worldly things. You realize that people get tired of worldly things. It doesn't go far. It becomes boring at some point. If you walk the Christian walk like you do things in the world, it becomes tiresome. It becomes boring. Amen. It becomes repetitive. The things of the world, they are repetitive and they are boring, they are not exciting. Hallelujah. Worldly things do not last long. 
They don't go on. The same thing does not go on for a very long time. Hallelujah. You know, I remember many years ago, you know, there have been a lot of great stores, great stores, great shopping stores that are here no more. They are not there anymore. Amen. There was a store called A&S. I don't know how many of you. There was A&S. It was a very big store, very popular store. It was every one Saturday, you are going to A&S. Do you understand? There was once a store called Nobody Beats the Ways. Nobody Beats the Ways. <laughs> there was a store like that. And it was very popular. If you, if you get your new apartment and you want to finish your gadgets, you have to go to Nobody Beats the Ways. Yeah. How many of you heard of, you, you saw nobody beat their ways? You see? There are so many of you here, you have not even heard of it before. You don't know what it is. I don't know what the, what's the name of that store that was on, um, where it's now Toys R Us on 34th Street. What, what was the name of that store? Stans. There was Stans. There was stands, and if you are coming from stands and you are holding your stands bag, means you have gone shopping. Today it's not there anymore. You see, worldly things don't last. No matter how mighty it is, they don't last. Amen. Worldly things do not go on unless you vary it. You keep changing it. You have to close and reform and redo and make up, and change, rebuild. That's, that's how worldly things are. Amen. There was once a great bank. It was a very popular, you have to have an account with that bank if you live in America. If you are living, you are a New Yorker, you have to have an account with that bank. If you don't have an account with that bank, it means you have not arrived. It was called Chemical Bank. <laughs> chemical bank. How many of you remember chemical bank? Three people. The same three people. <laughs> Respect the elderly. The gray-headed. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, clothes, clothes have to vary. Clothes change. You have to change them. Amen. Amen. There was a time where you are, if you are wearing pants, the, the, the bottom should be really big to sweep. There was a time that you have to wear your pants and you have to pull it up to the middle of your chest. And it has to have several buttons. You know, you have to have, <laughs> you have, to have several buttons to your pants. And then it comes up to here. And then you have a shirt like a woman's blouse. You know, that you tuck in, you see. They are laughing. But if you didn't have, you didn't own a pair like that, it means you are not a... Amen. There was a time that you have to cut your hair and leave a lot of hair at the back of your hair. Here, a lot. And you are jealous of people who have a lot of hair at the back of their hair. 
So you cut all of this and you leave a lot of hair. A man, a man with a lot of hair at the back of it. It's called backbone. You have to have. You see, worldly things go away. They change. You have to vary it. So people will continue to like it. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? But the Christian work is not like that. Christian work is not like that. There were certain songs that were very popular. Today, nobody wants to listen to those songs. Do you understand? But a, a spiritual anointed hymn over the centuries will continue to carry the same power as it was 50 years ago, as it was 75 years ago. It will continue to carry the same power as it is today. So when we lift up our voice and we say, Dancing my soul, my Savior God to thee. How great thou art. How great thou art. Dancing my soul, my Savior God to thee, how great thou art, how great thou art, oh Lord my God, when I Continue to bring people on their knees like you used to do 75 years ago. It will continue to bring tears to our eyes like it did many years ago. Such are spiritual things. They don't need to vary. You don't need to sing different versions the same way. It has such power to it. 
Hallelujah. Such are spiritual things. So Jesus said in Matthew 24 and verse 35, Matthew 24 and verse 35, he said, he said, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. Hallelujah. He said, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my words shall not pass away. Beloved, it may be 2,000 years ago, but his words shall never pass away. That heaven and earth are real. Hell is real and it shall not change. It shall not change because you live in America. It shall not change because you have a new job. It shall not change because you have just married. The fact still remains. That the day will come. Hallelujah. Amen. The fast still remains. The word of God will never change. Amen. He says, heaven and earth will pass away. But my words shall not pass away. Verse 36, it says, but of that day and hour, knoweth no man. Beloved, the Christian walk is not a temporal walk. It's not a walk for until you get married. It's not a walk for until you get a good job. The Christian walk is not a walk for until I finish school. Because it says, but of that day and hour knoweth no man. No, not the angels of heaven, but my father only. But as the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the son of man be. No one will know. Just as the days of Noah. How was the days of Noah? He says, as the days of Noah were, for us in the days that were before the flood, they were eating and drinking. Bridget, people were eating and drinking the same way we are doing today. People were going to work and coming home. People were going shopping and coming. People were quarreling. People were making love. All kinds of things. He says people were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage until the day that Noah entered into the flood, into the ark, and knew not until the flood came and took them all away. Hey! Are we conscious of that day? As we are going and coming, as we are serving God, what is on our minds? Are we conscious of heaven and earth? Beloved, let us set this flesh aside. Let us set ourselves aside and be conscious of heaven and earth. That hell is real. Let us always be conscious of that. That hell is real. The hell is real. He says, and knew not, as they entered the ark, they knew not until the flood came and took them all away. So shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. Exactly the same way. Exactly. People will be, will be boarding bus to go to work. People will be coming home from night shift. 
People will be going to fill their gas. People will be driving on the highway. People will be waiting at the bus stop. The same way. It says, then shall two be in the field. This is a very dangerous area when I read the scripture. He said, then shall two be in the field. The one shall be taken and the other left. It'd be amazing. You know? It's as if we are all in the same church. As if we all came for Tuesday services. As if we were always on Sunday service. As if we always were singing in the choir. As if we were always giving offering together. It says, two shall be in the field. The one shall be taken and the other left. Two women shall be grinding at the mill. Two women grinding at the mill. We go all the time together. We gossip together. Be careful, beloved. Be careful. Two women who are always grinding together, it means that their conversation the same. They come, they go to the same church. They talk about people the same way. Their gossip is the same. Two women shall be grinding at the mill. The one shall be taken and the other left. Watch therefore, for ye know not what your, your what hour your Lord doth come. But know this, that if the good man of the house had known in what watch the thief will come, he would have watched and would have not suffered his house to be broken up. That is how we have to be. That is, we have to be on the lookout for that day. Every day. Everything that you are doing. Every moment. You see, because you will not know that moment, that wicked thought that is on your mind, that moment. And it's coming. And now let me tell you something. You see, I don't know. Somebody sent me a text message. I forgot what was the content, and I responded. And I was saying that the good we do, you see, the good we do will not take us to hell. The good things we do, they are not the things that will take us to hell. The evil we do, they are the things that will take us to hell. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? The evil we do, they are the things that will take us to hell. So, if you are not conscious of hell, if you are not, your mindset is not on hell, then beloved, it's a time waste for you. Then you are worse off than the unbelievers. Because they are really enjoying this world. Quote, unquote, fun. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? They are getting drunk and falling into ditches and here we don't have gutters, do we? Amen. There are no gutters in America. Hallelujah. He said, but know this, that if the good man of the house had known in what watch the thief would come, he would have watched and would not have suffered his house to be broken into or be broken up. Therefore, be ye also ready for in such an hour as ye think not. Hey! In that hour that you don't even think that this conversation 
it's just for this moment. And then Sunday I'll go to church, ask for forgiveness, and take communion, and I'm okay. That hour, in the hour that you don't even think. Shall be wild though. Therefore, he said, be ye also ready for in such an hour as ye think not the Son of Man cometh. Who then is a faithful and wise servant whom his Lord hath made ruler over his household to give them meat in due season. Blessed is that servant whom his Lord, when he cometh, shall find so doing. You are blessed when the Lord comes and he still finds you in this same mindset and in this same frame of mind and in this same thing that you are doing. Blessed is such a person. Beloved, you need to pray that your, your mindset will always be in that state. Preparedness. That your Lord can come any moment. That whatever you are doing, that is why the scripture says, whatsoever thing you do, do all to the glory of God. Whatever thing you do, do all to the glory of God. Any moment, anything that you are doing, ask yourself, is this to the glory of God? Is, does this glorify God? Does this conversation glorify God? Does this behavior glorify God? Does this act glorify God? Always ask yourself. Otherwise, hallelujah. Anyway, let's continue with my message. Hallelujah. So the Christian walk is a spiritual walk and it's not temporal. And if you are going to walk it the worldly way, you will get tired. You will get bored. You will be exhausted. You will be worn out if you are going to walk walk this Christian life the same way you walk in the world. The Bible says in Hebrews 13 verse 8, it says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and he's the same today and he'll be the same tomorrow. He'll be the same next week. He'll be the same next year. He'll be the same forever. Nothing about him is changed. Jennifer, nothing about Jesus is changed. Amen. Amen. Nothing about Jesus is changed. So we ought to be careful as we are walking this Christian walk. The songwriter says, he says, all heaven declares the glory of the risen Lord. He says, who can compare with the beauty of the Lord? Then he says, forever you will be the lamp upon the throne. Forever you will be the lamp upon the throne. Forever. Forever. He will be the lamp upon the throne. Always. He will be the lamp upon the throne today. He will be the lamp upon the throne tomorrow. Forever, he will be the lamp upon the throne. Let us be conscious of this walk. That is not temporal. It's not seasonal. We don't walk with God for a season and then another season. We are not. Walking with God. It doesn't work like that. Amen. So the Christian walk is 
not done in a worldly fashion. It's not done in a worldly way. It is a spiritual work. And if you are not spiritual, you will get fed up with it. Did you hear me? I said, if you are not spiritual, you will get fed up with the Christian work. You will get tired. You will get bored with the Christian work. It becomes so routine to you with the Christian work. Hallelujah. So we need to be conscious of it. We need to be aware of it. And that is why God gives us the Holy Spirit. This is the reason why God gives us the Holy Spirit. God gives us the Holy Spirit to help us walk this Christian walk in a spiritual fashion. Hallelujah. So Jesus said, you may think it is better that I stay with you. You may think that it is better that I remain here with you. But it is best. It is to your interest. It is for, to your advantage in my, uh, John chapter 16 and verse 7. He says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, it is expedient. It is expedient for you. Hallelujah. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you. That means it is best for you. It is more profitable to you. Other versions will say, it is more beneficial to you. It means it is to your advantage. Are you listening? Jesus is saying, this is Jesus with the disciples, with them together, and he says, I tell you the truth, it is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. Do you understand? So you would think that it is better for Jesus to remain with us. But Jesus is saying, for the Christian work, to work with God in this world, it is better that I go away. And that the Holy Spirit will come. That you will walk with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? He says it is more beneficial. That means that we need the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit to walk this Christian walk more than Jesus remaining here with us. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Do you understand the scripture? Jesus says it is more profitable, it is to our advantage that he goes away, that the Spirit will come. Hallelujah. Now, the Holy Spirit is the part of God that he gives us. It is that part of God that he gives us to help us walk the Christian walk here on earth. Hallelujah. It is the Holy Spirit that allows us to connect with God at any time. When you have the Holy Spirit, you can connect with God anytime. It is like carrying a beeper. How many of you know of a beeper? Or you heard of a beeper? You see, all things will pass away. There was once a beeper before it's called pager also. Before cell phones, there was a beeper. Still, they are used in the hospitals. We still carry beepers in the hospital and 
Beepers allow doctors to be rich anytime, anywhere, any day. You see, they don't depend on you have, you have signals or you don't have signals. Wherever you are, they will reach you. They can get you wherever you are. Do you understand? So a beeper is like the Holy Spirit to us. God gives us the Holy Spirit and it's like a beeper that God can connect to us wherever, any day, any time. We don't need signals. You, are, you will be in the subway, deep down in the subway and God can connect with you because the Holy Spirit is with you. Do you understand? When you have the Holy Spirit, God will be able to reach you wherever you are. But sometimes, you see, we are not sensitive to the Holy Spirit. We are not sensitive to the Holy Spirit. So sometimes, you are going somewhere, for instance, and by worldly estimation and worldly understanding, it makes so much sense that you go. Do you understand? It makes so much sense that you go and the Holy Spirit is doing all he can to stop you, but because you are not sensitive to the Holy Spirit, you cannot stop. Because you are looking at it from the worldly angle and with worldly understanding, and it makes so much sense to go. But the Holy Spirit is always trying to get our attention to stop us. Acts chapter 16. Acts chapter 16. And verse 5. Talking more about the Holy Spirit. More about the Holy Spirit. Acts chapter 16 and verse 5. It says, And so were the churches established in the faith and increased in number daily. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So were the churches established in the faith and increased in number daily. They were establishing churches in various cities. And the churches were increasing in number. People were flooding into the new churches that they were opening up. And so verse 6, Now when they had gone throughout Phrygia and the region of Galatia, and were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia. Amen. Amen. They knew that there were no churches in Asia. The preachers knew that there were still sinners in Asia that need to be saved. And by all estimation and with all human understanding, it was appropriate that we have a church in Asia. It was appropriate that we have evangelism in Asia. It was appropriate that the preachers would go and start a church in Asia. But the Bible says the Holy Ghost, it says they were forbidden of the Holy Ghost to preach the word in Asia. Can you imagine that where there are no churches, where there are still unbelievers, where there are still no lighthouse church, the Holy Ghost will forbid us to preach the word there. You see, it will not even cross your mind that the Holy Spirit will forbid you to preach the word where there are no churches. 
Because he said they were establishing churches. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing? Verse 7. It says, after they were come to Mysia, they assayed to go into Britannia. But the Spirit suffered them not. They assayed. They made plans. They swore. They decided that they were going to Britannia. But the Spirit suffered them not. You see, if you are not sensitive to the Holy Spirit, it will not cross your mind that we are going to have evangelism here, but the Holy Spirit does not want us to go. It will not cross your mind. That we are going to start a church here and the Holy Spirit does not want us to go. It will not cross your mind. Hallelujah. If you are not sensitive to the Holy Spirit and you are going by human estimation and human understanding, it makes so much sense. Why not? Why not? There's no church in Britannia. There is no, there is no pastor in Britannia. There are, no, there are so many sinners in Britannia. Why not send someone? Why not? And he says, the spirit suffered them not. And they, and they passing by Mysia, came down to Troas. And a vision appeared to Paul in the night. There stood a man in Macedonia and prayed him, saying, Come over into Macedonia and help us. In a vision. On a slumbering upon their beds, the Spirit of the Lord visits his children. He opens their ears and he seals their instructions. He says, In a vision, there was a man who stood in Macedonia and prayed, saying, come over into Macedonia and help us. And after he had seen the vision, immediately we endeavored to go into Macedonia, assuredly gathering that the Lord had called us for to preach the gospel unto them. Hallelujah. Because you are sensitive to the spirit of God. Amen. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? Sometimes the spirit is directing you. Sometimes the spirit is giving you clues. But you cannot receive it. Because you are still in your worldly mind. And worldly understanding. Hallelujah. Sometimes you close from work and you are trying to catch the 515 train or the 515 bus. And some of you, I think you punch out or you palm in at work and you are close and you, 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 you are punching out for some reason. Today, the thing is not taking your thumb. You, you swipe your card and it's not picking up. You swipe and swipe, it's not picking up. And you are catching the 515 train. Because if you miss that, the next one is about 30 minutes. 545 will be the next one. And you are catching it. And finally, as you swipe, and so finally it picks up. 
And then you begin to run down. You will not take the elevator. You begin to run down the stairs. And then you dash down. You dash out. And as you are walking towards the subway, somebody miss, 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 miss. You drop your glove. And then you turn back quickly. Then you grab your glove. Then you begin to run. Begin to run, begin to run, and then you get to the subway. And something, something with the it says swipe at this tensile again. Swipe at this tensile again. And then you look and it says number four train to Woodlawn. Approaching the station. And then you are jumping and then swiping and swiping. The Holy Spirit is grabbing your attention. Grabbing your attention. He says, the number four train to Woodlawn is approaching the station. And then you, and then you swipe angrily. And then you run down. Then when you get to the train, the train is packed. You can't get in. Then you are pushing people. Pushing people. The people are looking at you. Ma'am, it's four. It's four. The Holy Spirit is trying to grab your attention at every step. Do not take this train. Do not board this train. Do not get on this train. But you are forcing because you are not sensitive to the Spirit. And not stop to say, why today my thumb will not pick up. I drop my glove at this side. And my tensor will not work. And the train is full. Why would I not stop for a moment? And hear the voice of the Spirit. Why? Because you are not sensitive to the spirit. And then you give it understanding. Today is a bad day. I'm having a bad day. I'm having a bad day. I'm having a bad day. Amen. You cannot hear the voice of the spirit because you are not sensitive. You are not sensitive. You see, if these preachers had not hearkened to the voice of the Spirit and they had gone to those cities, they would be struggling. They would be struggling. People fighting them, struggling, and they would not understand. They would not understand that the Spirit was trying to speak to you, that the Spirit was trying to direct you where to go. Hallelujah. Are you understanding what I'm sharing with you? You see, last Sunday, when I was, I mean, when I was preparing for last Sunday's message, it wasn't the message that I was going to preach. But the Lord gave me that message. And I believe that message was for a good reason. After all the things that happened afterwards, I understood why the Lord gave me that message. And you ought to be, see, and I, I was feeling, it's, we are celebrating our Valentine's Day. We have pushed our Valentine. Let's preach about some love message to encourage the people to love and to, but this is the message that the Lord gave me. Say, preach this. And after so many things that happened that day, I understood why the Lord gave me that message to preach. Amen. Be sensitive to the voice of the Spirit. Be sensitive 
to the Holy Spirit. Can I have an amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Now in your own life also, the Holy Spirit is very much interested in every area of your life. The Holy Spirit is interested in every area of your life. He is interested in your career. The Holy Spirit wants to be involved in your career. He is interested in your education. The Holy Spirit wants to be part of your education. He wants to be part of your learning. Hallelujah. He's interested in your marriage. The Holy Spirit is interested in your health. Amen. Amen. He wants to be part of everything that you are doing. He's interested in how you spend. The Holy Spirit wants to be part of your spending nature, your spending habit. Amen. Amen. Holy Spirit wants to be part of everything that you are doing. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit wants to be involved in every step you take. Acknowledge him every day that you are stepping out. Every day that you are going out. Pray to him and ask, Spirit, guide me today. Lead me. Every step, guide me. I acknowledge you. Every time, everything you are doing, acknowledge him and ask him to guide you and to lead you. Amen. Amen. Your lunch break and you are just walking up and down Fifth Avenue or Seventh Avenue, and you are just strolling. You just finish, and you just as you're just taking a stroll and speaking in tongues. You are speaking in tongues. You are speaking in tongues. Sometimes you have to put a scarf. It's cold. That's one of the best times to pray. You cover your neck with a scarf, and then you put a scarf at your lips, so nobody knows because people think you are mad as you are talking by yourself and you are walking. You put a scarf, and then you are. Just just praying. You're sitting on a train, the same thing. But as you are walking on the street and you look in the store, you look in the window, you see a dress. A dress in the store. And then you are going and then you are looking. And then you, you come back like this again. And then you are, you are going. You see, the, the Holy Spirit is ordering your steps. But there is another force, you see. Then it brings you back. And then you stand there. And then you lift up your eyes. 50%, extra 50% of already reduced price. You say, after all. And then let me just go and check. And then you go inside. And then you go inside. And then they have all kinds of sizes, all kinds of colors, but your size is not in the thing. That only your one size, they have every size except size 18. What happened to size 18? And then you ask, Man, don't you have size 18? They say, all that we have are what is on the rack. Can you check in the back to see just in case there is one size 8, size 6 in the back. Somebody tried it and then left it or somebody returned. Can you go and check for me? And then they go and look and look and look. They can't find your size. 
And then you say, can you go in your system and check other stores for me if they have it in the other stores? See, the Holy Spirit is trying to, but you are not sensitive. You say, can you check the other stores for me? Because this price, I have to get it. I cannot let this pass me. This price. At this price, I have to buy it. Because if they don't have it, you are prepared to buy a 20, size 20, and bring it for. <laughs> At that moment, Josiah comes in your head. He says, it's okay. But can you check the other stores for me? They say, oh, there is only one in Denver. There's only one in our store in Denver. <laughs> you say, let them, let them ship it, ship it to me. Hey! Holy Spirit. And you cannot, you cannot, you cannot hear the voice of the Spirit. Beloved, be sensitive to the voice of the Spirit. He's interested in every area. Every area. He's interested in every area. If you acknowledge him, you see that he will direct your path. He will direct your path. If you acknowledge him. He will direct. If you sit in your car and you start your car and you ask, Spirit of God, direct me. You see that you are supposed to get off at exit 17. Exit 17, you take exit 17 all the time. You get to exit 17 and, ah, how did I miss exit 17? Because you have asked the Spirit. You see, you will not be angry with yourself. Because as you sat in your car, you ask the Spirit to direct you. Exit 17, as soon as the people exited exit 17, there was a big accident that the Spirit of God was delivering you, but you were angry. But when you are sensitive to the voice of the Spirit, when you are sensitive to the voice of the Spirit, it's as if you miss your exit. And the worldly understanding is that it's delaying you. But the Spirit voice is saving you. It says, I'm saving you. Amen. Amen. Are you with me this evening? Be sensitive. Acknowledge him in all your ways. Acknowledge the spirit every step you make. Every decision that you make. Acknowledge the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. You know, the ability to hack into the voice of God is the key. The ability to hack into the voice of God is the key to elevate you to the highest level in everything. Your ability to hearken to the voice of God. Your ability to hear the voice of God and do what he says. That is what will elevate you to the highest level in everything. It is that which will make you a great minister. It is that which will give you a great ministry. Your ability to hearken to the voice of God. It is that which will make you a great wife. To make you a great husband. Your ability to hack into the voice of God, it will set you apart from your other friends. It will set you higher above your other colleagues. You'll be doing the same work 
You had gone to the same school, but your ability to hearken to the voice of God, it set you on high. Above all else. Hallelujah. Deuteronomy chapter 28. Deuteronomy chapter 28. And verse number one. It says, are you with me, church? And it shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God. It shall come to pass, if thou shalt hearken diligently. It needs diligence to hear the voice of God. It needs someone who acknowledges, someone who is conscious it's not, it's not a random thing. It's not, it's not someone who ignores the Holy Spirit. If we ignore the Holy Spirit, you quench the Spirit. You quench the Spirit. It means you diminish the Spirit. But it takes someone who is hearkening diligently, looking out to hear direction from the Holy Spirit. And it says, and it shall come to pass, if that is you, if you are the kind of person that you hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all his commandments which I command thee this day that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above all nations of the earth. He will set you on high. Above, and it means in your, this is, he was talking to a nation and in your life also, he will set you above all else that are around you. Amen. If you can hearken, if that ability, you have the ability to hearken to the voice of the Lord diligently and do what he tells you. It will set you on high. It will set you above all else. That, is, that must be your prayer. Lord, give me that ability. Give me that ability to hear you. Make me sensitive to the move of the Spirit. Make me sensitive to the direction of the Spirit. When the Spirit is resisting and opposing me, when the Spirit is saying, come to Macedonia, let me hear. When the Spirit is saying, do not go to Bithynia, let me hear. Let me hear. That should be your prayer. That should be your prayer. Not, Not man's counseling, not man's advice. Not man's wisdom. For the Bible says you are cursed. If you are someone who hearkens, who depends on man's wisdom, you are cursed. But if you are this kind, the next verse says, look at this. He says, and all these blessings. Look, that's all. That is the condition. The only condition is the verse one. That you are able to hearken to the voice of the Lord your God. That's all. Helena, do you understand what I'm sharing with you? That you have that ability that when the voice of God comes, you know that this is from the Spirit of God. When you have that ability, it says, and all these blessings shall come on thee. Now, it does not, I want you to understand that it does not matter what you do. It does not matter what your degree is. It does not matter how well you speak. It does not matter what college you went to. It does not matter what university you have. It does not matter what degree you have. 
It is someone who has the ability to hearken to the voice of the Lord your God. That is the condition. And it says, and all these blessings shall come on thee. All these blessings shall come on thee. That is why you, have, you find someone who does not have classmates, but he's, he has a powerful church that he stands before presidents. A historical moment in a nation, he's in front. Someone who does not have classmates. It does not matter you have classmates or you don't. But someone who has the ability to hearken to the voice of the Lord your God. He says, all these blessings shall come on thee and they shall overtake you. You see, you realize that you don't need to struggle, but your struggle should be that I'm struggling to hear the voice of God. I'm struggling to hear the voice of God. And overtake thee, if thou shalt hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God. Blessed shalt thou be in the city, and blessed shalt thou be in the field. That means no matter where you are, you are blessed. You, can be, you will live in a village, you are blessed. And you will live in a city, you are blessed. No matter where you choose to live, you can live on Grand Concourse, you are blessed. If you move to Grand Avenue, you are blessed. If you move to, you move to um, Albany, you are blessed. Anywhere. Anywhere. He said, Blessed shall be the fruit of thy body and the fruit of thy ground. That means your children will be blessed. Amen. Amen. And the fruit of thy ground, that means the, the work that you do, the work that you do, it shall also be blessed. Amen. The fruit of thy cattle, the increase of thy kind, and the flocks of thy sheep. Hallelujah. He said, blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. Amen. I want my basket to be blessed. Amen. Bridget, I want my store to be blessed. Amen. Place where I store things, I want it to overflow. Amen. Amen. It means your bank account to be blessed. Amen. It means that you will not go to the ATM depressed. Amen. That after you have punched your number, you are depressed. You will not be depressed. And I am not talking about because, you see, let me tell you. You know, in every job, every job, there are rich people and there are poor people. Do you know that there are rich doctors and there are poor doctors? There are rich lawyers and there are poor lawyers. There are rich security guards and poor security guards. Security guards who have built houses. Oh, yes. I'm telling you, there are poor nurses and there are rich nurses. Hallelujah. Amen. Blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. Blessed shall be thy basket and thy store. There are some people when you go to their house, you don't want to open the fridge. You'll be depressed. You'll be depressed. But your, your store shall be blessed. Amen. When you cook and you put food in your fridge, 
You want people to come and eat it so that it will finish because it's too much in the fridge. It's too much. The ice is overflowing from your fridge because it is too much. Some of you realize you don't even need a fridge because you have nothing in the fridge. You are wasting electricity. You, you know that you are wasting electricity. Sometimes you want to turn it off. Except for that little bottle of juice. <laughs> and you and the freezer, you have some cocoa in the freezer that you are saving. That's the only thing. But blessed shall be the basket and the store because you hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God. Your basket shall be full. Your bank account shall be full. Your storehouse, where you put your grocery, your grocery. You see, you are going and you open your, your drawer and you want to see what you need. You say, what do I need? You don't know what you need. You don't know what you need. Blessed shall be thy store. Blessed shall be thy basket. It's a blessing. That you don't know what you need. Yes. Verse 6. It says, Blessed shall thou be when thou comest in. And blessed shall thou be when thou goest out. I love this blessing. As you are going, you are blessed. As you are coming in, you are blessed. It means the Lord shall keep thy going out and thy coming in. Hallelujah. It means angels of God, angels will accompany your going out and your coming in because you hearken to the voice of the Lord your God. That is the reason. Your going out shall be blessed and your coming in shall be blessed. The Lord shall bless you as you go out and he shall bless you as you come in. It means that you will never lack any good thing as you go out or as you come in. The Lord shall bless your going out and he shall bless your coming in. The Lord shall bless you. You know, there will be a stage in your life, there will be a stage in your life where you didn't deposit a $2,000 check and, and you are forgotten. You are forgotten. And then you find it, hey, where has this check been? It shall happen to you practically. I say it shall happen to you practically. It shall happen to you practically. It shall happen to you practically. Shall happen to you practically. That you wouldn't need to account for every single dollar. You don't need that. There's that, that you, you, you put you put some five thousand dollars somewhere and you are forgotten about it. You are forgotten about it. Blessed shall thou be when thou comest in, and blessed shall thou be when thou goest out. Hallelujah. Verse 7. He said, The Lord shall cause thine enemy. Oh, this is one of my favorites. You see, you don't need to fight your enemies. Do you understand? 
you never need to pick up a fight with people who don't like you. you. Don't pick up a fight. If you are someone who hearkens to the voice of the Lord, don't don't pick up a fight. Leave them. Leave them. It says, you know, it's not angels. It's not an angel that will do it. It says the Lord. The Lord. The Lord. You you see, you, you, you have no idea how important it is to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. You have no idea. He says, the Lord shall cause the Lord, not the angel of God. He says, the Lord himself, for someone who asks for the Holy Spirit every day in his life, someone who wakes up in the morning and is asking, let the Spirit of God lead me. Spirit of God, guide me. Spirit of God, I acknowledge you. As you sit in your car, Spirit of God, take me. Spirit of God, bring me. Spirit of God, help me to do this. Spirit of God, I need you to do this. Acknowledging the Holy Spirit every day, he says, The Lord shall cause thine enemies that rise up against thee to be smitten before thy face. Right in front of you, you see that they are smitten. Leave them. Don't pick up a fight. Leave them. They shall come out against thee one way. They shall flee before thee seven ways. You see, they know only one way to come and attack you. But they are running, they will find seven ways to go away from you. Seven ways. The Lord shall command the blessings upon thee in thy storehouses. Not thy storehouse. In thy storehouses. That means you have several bank accounts. I say you have several bank accounts. May you have several bank accounts. Storehouses. Storehouses that are blessed. The Lord shall command the blessing. You see, let me tell you something. Not that, not that you have a good education. Not that you have degrees. Not that you have a job. I am telling you, the condition is that you hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God. He says that whether you like it or not, the Lord will command the blessings. He will command the blessings. He said, the Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses and in all that thou settest thy hand unto. Oh, that is why someone who hearkens to the voice of the Lord thy God, do not be afraid to start a business. Do not be afraid to start a new thing. Do not be afraid to put your hand onto something to begin to do it. Hallelujah. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? He said, the Lord shall command the blessing upon thee in thy storehouses and in all that thou settest thy hand unto. And he shall bless thee in the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. In this land. The Lord shall bless you. I said, the Lord shall bless you. Citizens of the nation, they will borrow from you. Oh, yes. They will borrow from you. They will borrow money from you. They will ask you. Yes. You came with nothing, but the Lord shall establish you. The Lord shall establish thee and holy people unto himself, as he hath sworn unto thee, if thou shalt keep the commandments of the Lord thy God and walk in his ways. 
and walk in his ways. And walk in his ways. Hallelujah. And walk in his ways. And all the people of the earth shall see that thou art called by the name of the Lord. They will see. They will look at you and they will see that the hand of God is upon you. They will see that. You see, they will acknowledge. They will see that this is nothing but the hand of God. Because you don't have anything. You have not gone to school that far. You have not done much. But they will see that the hand of God is upon you. They will see. They will see. People of the earth, they will see. People will see. They will look at you and they say, this, we can't explain it. God has blessed you. God has blessed you. Andy, they will see that God has blessed you. They will see. You see, people who saw your beginning, when they look at you, they our conclusion, they will say that it's the blessing of God. God has blessed you. May the Lord bless you. I said, may the Lord bless you. May the Lord bless you. May the Lord bless you. Hallelujah. And their people shall be afraid of you. They shall be afraid of you. Hallelujah. They shall be afraid of you. But there's a verse in this same chapter that I want to share. I want to show you. They shall be afraid of you. Hallelujah. Okay, let's continue to read verse 11. It says, And the Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods. Plenteous. I like this blessing. The Lord shall make thee plenteous in goods. On every side. Plenteous in goods. In the fruit of thy body, and in the fruit of thy cattle, and in the fruit of thy ground, and in the land which the Lord swear unto thy fathers to give thee. And verse 12. He said, the Lord shall open unto thee his good treasure, the heaven to give the rain unto thy land in his season, and to bless all the work of thine hand. I tell you, it is not what you do, but when the Lord has blessed the work of thy hand. When God has blessed the work of your hand. And thou shalt lend unto many nations, and thou shalt not borrow. Amen. I say you shall not borrow. Amen. I cancel debt in the name of Jesus. May the Lord bring you from negative to zero and elevate you. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yes. Let him who has faith receive it. That your debts are cancelled. That your debts are cancelled. You will hear testimonies in this church. And then you hear testimonies in this church. Verse 15. Verse 15 is the scary part that I want to show you. Verse 15. Verse 15. It says, But it shall come to pass, if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God, to observe to do all his commandments and his statutes which are commanded this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake thee. Beloved, you don't want curse to come on thee and overtake you. Curse to come on thee and overtake you, it means that it goes ahead of you that as you are walking, you are walking into curses. Do you understand? And if this happens to you, the worst one that I want to show you is verse 29. Verse 29. It says, and thou shalt grope at noonday. You shall grope at noonday. As the blind gropeth in darkness. And thou shalt not prosper in thy ways. 
and thou shalt be only oppressed and spoiled evermore. And no man, listen, no man, no man shall save you. No man shall save you. When the curse of God is upon you, no man shall save you. Read the last one. Let's read it in the um, New Living Translation, verse 29. New Living Translation. He says, you will grope around in broad daylight. Do you understand what is grope? It's like you are, you are, you are, you are finding your way. You are, you, you are blind. In a, in a bright day, daylight, broad daylight, you can find your way. May you never grope in darkness. He says you will grope around in broad daylight like a blind person. Groping in darkness, but you will not find your way. You will be oppressed and robbed continually. And no one will come to save you. May that never be your story. May that never be your story. But may you be a person who hearkens to the voice of the Lord thy God. To do all that he commands you. Clap for Jesus as you stand to your feet. Clap for Jesus as you stand to your feet. Lift up your hands and pray for a few minutes. And pray that you be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. That you hearken to the voice of the Lord your God. Be sensitive to the Spirit of God. Be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. To hearken to the voice of the Lord. To hearken to the voice of the Lord your God. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. You see, it is expedient for us. It is expedient that you go away. Because if you do not go away, the Holy Spirit will not come. But Lord, tonight, we ask, give us of the Holy Spirit. Give us of the Holy Spirit. Give us of the Holy Spirit. If you speak in tongues, speak in tongues. Oh, Spirit of God. We acknowledge you. 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 Mandele
directions of the spirit causes to be sensitive to the moves of the spirit causes to be sensitive to the callings of the spirit causes to be sensitive to your voice Lord give us an ear to hear and give us eyes to see may we be sensitive when you speak to us that you cause us to hearken diligently to the voice of the Lord our God we glorify your name we give you praise for speaking to us tonight we thank you for sensitizing us to the Holy Spirit. We give you glory and honor tonight in Jesus' name. And all the saints, join me and say a loud amen. Hallelujah. And now with all eyes closed and every head bowed, you are here tonight. You are not born again. You want to give your life to Jesus. Lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. I cannot leave this place without offering you the gift that Jesus sacrificed to give us, the gift of salvation. You are here, you are not born again, or you feel very far from Christ. You want to give your life to Jesus, lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Anyone here like that? Father, we are thankful and we are grateful for the gift of salvation. Lord, cause us to continue to walk with you 
may we never be tired of this spiritual walk. Father, help us not to walk this walk in a worldly way. But Lord, give us the fullness of your spirit. Give us your Holy Spirit to walk this walk. We acknowledge the Spirit of God in our lives, every day of our lives, in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Why don't you give the Lord a mighty clap offering as you take your seat. We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.